0: Rolling Dice and Taking Names is sponsored by The Broken Token, creator of high-quality gaming accessories and storage solutions. Visit them online at thebrokentoken.com.
1: Recorded live from Mega MooseCon, it's time for Rolling Dice and Taking Names. Today, the guys review electric football and Blitz Bowl, plus a preview of football highlights 2052. So, are y'all ready for some football? and welcome to another episode of rolling dice and taking names this is episode 152 all my rowdy friends and i'm marty tony are you ready for some football
0: i'm always ready for some football marty and yeah this is tony so marty tony yeah i just said that i I said tony i know you did i mean it's getting late here because we are this will be my last con of the year. Well, why don't you say which con it is? Nobody knows what we're have been talking around. about Mega Moose Con. Yeah, but
1: nobody knows this we're recording right
0: now. Yes, we are live from, well, sort of live from Mega Moose Con. It is late at night, and we are recording. We've had a full-packed day. You've had two full-packed days.
1: Well, what, I don't know if it's fully-packed days. I mean, the, the con started on Friday night. 6 o'clock, came over here and hang out for, hung out for a little bit, and then uh, we've been here all day since what, uh, I got here about 9-ish, a little after 9, what time did you get here? I got here at 8, 10. Nice, because uh, doors open at 8, Mega Moose Con opens early, not a lot of cons open that early.
0: You are giving me crap because I had to take care of a deal this morning with my car. I did. Take it to the inspection, and I said, well, I'm going to be there about 9-ish, and you're like, well... Mark, I'll be there in perfect time because you know, I, I care about your con. No, I
1: didn't I, say be the, I said I'd be there every day.
0: I didn't say what time I'd get here. Of this okay. Cuz I I tend to hit the snooze too much on Saturday morning. Mhm. And you had to climb out of bed in beautiful sleeping weather lately. But nobody really cares about <laughs>
1: nobody that. Nobody cares about that. But yes, Mega Moose Con which is down here at a uh, beautiful convention center just south of Charlotte in uh su- south of Charlotte in South in Carolina. South Carolina I was going to say, that's
0: too many south. South south of Rock Hill. Yes, there's a lot of of souths going on. On South I-77, if you're heading (laughs) south out of Charlotte. (laughs) Now, if you're heading north from Columbia, South Carolina, that's going to be North 77. So I think we know where we're at. And which town are we in?
1: I cannot remember the name of the town. Richland? Richland? Is that what it is? It's it's a convention center in a little town of Richland. Editor Marty here. Correction, it's Richburg not Richland. Now back to the show. It's pretty wild because you would think this little town wouldn't have such a nice convention center. This is a gorgeous convention center and Tony and Marty, the head of the con Mark Kale, who's on the scurry report mm-hmm. has given us a beautiful green room to it's, record in. It's this re- is amazing. It's
0: re- really, it's a pastel green.
1: And Tony and I are lounging back on like couches and these really comfortable chairs in a well- lit room, and we got mirrors
0: all over the place, so the weekend what are the mirrors here for? I, I think this would be a get ready for like a reception or something. Oh, like that. I think it's a bridal room. Yes,
1: it's a bridal room because they have a lot of weddings here and everything like that. So thank you, Mark to uh, giving this giving us this nice little quiet place to record because at ten thirty at night, the open gaming hall is still buzzing. There's a lot
0: of people still left in there, though you can tell it's getting late cause I did look around and as the day has worn on, I mean, you know, you start off with the, I mean, Scythe was on the tables. A whole lot of heavy Euros were out there. Mm. People were playing those. And as it's gotten later, I'm starting to hear close your eyes.
1: <laughs> the werewolf, was, the party uh, games are coming up. The out. party
0: games are starting up and I'm like, okay, so it's it's late. Nobody wants to get those heavy games and I, I understand that. And this is what, year three of Mega Moose Con? This is year three of Mega Moose Con. Here's, another fantastic year. Fantastic. It year. is.
1: And uh, somebody just came up to Mark a little while ago and just shook his hand and said, just thanked him for what a well-run con it's been. Mark really wants to make sure that everybody has, has a great time. He gives a lot of room and space to board gamers, uh, we've had other conventions we've been to where
0: it seems like the board gamers kind of get left out. But he has an RPG room, he has a play to win room, tons of game giveaways that were going on all day, so he does it up right.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I mean, board game board gamers left out because things like rpgs and miniature games take up so much space okay okay that's that's what i meant by that but marcus said you know because of that i want to make sure there's one huge ballroom dedicated just board games and then he
0: has separate rooms
1: for the rpgs and stuff that are going on
0: yeah wonderful round table so everybody can see yep and i don't know what it was with my luck today other than pathetic dice rolls for some odd reason at every single round table I was on the legs. You know how they fold out? These are those plastic fold out. And so, you know, your legs can go under and not have anything. It seemed like every time I came up to a table i was hitting my legs you're straddling the legs oh but there's the bar from the you know cause right I, and i was just like how am i p-? i am getting so lucky that i keep pulling the legs off but you know i think that was just the thing pulling the one. legs off. You, uh, yeah pulling whatever it's 10 30 so it's <laughs> not that late it is for me because <laughs> i was up at 5 45 so i can make sure i got that car to the inspection so i could be here and support Mega Moosecon. You coming tomorrow? No, I'm not tomorrow. coming tomorrow. I have other things I have to get done for my big trip, mm-hmm. where I will be gone for almost x amount of weeks can't say it because will get very upset if i announce that we'll be on vacation for a certain amount of time and why would she get upset because people are going to come rob me
1: <laughs> nobody listening to this show would think about coming to rob you and anyway don't you have the little camera on the front of the house now i mean for
0: seeing when people come up to the front door yeah and i've whined about how pathetic that piece of crap is Lord, you
1: whined about a lot of stuff this year
0: speaking of whining oh my gosh what Okay, I'm going to tie this all together because you know it is football time. Are you in a fantasy football league? I am going to be in a fantasy football league, and it's with some people that uh, we know. Okay, I, I haven't signed up. Not going to sign up. It's just I've I think I gave up all the fantasy leagues about three, four, five years ago. You still do baseball. You do football. More power to you. You know, it's just one of those things. Is this conversation going somewhere? Yes, it is. Okay, so you've gotten ready for football with your fantasy football league. Well. <laughs> Okay.
1: Last year, I won the fantasy league, and I auto drafted. So I couldn't make it to the draft. So it just auto drafted, and it. you won. And I won. Did you make changes? Oh during yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. Just let it rise. So every week, I made changes to my lineup. make so sure paid I, attention. I did pay attention. I just didn't prep for the draft. I just let it auto draft for me, and uh, it did. It did
0: pretty darn well, actually. Okay, you didn't get a kicker in the fifth
1: round. I doubt it, unless the auto drafting.
0: Software is really that stupid so football's getting ready they're getting the fields ready yep uh you know my are where i work we overlook the panther stadium and out there i see the ground crews going okay they're cleaning it up making it look beautiful panther stadium is looking awesome Mm -hmm. and i see them out there on their mowers speaking of mowers yes i got the troy built mower in i unpacked it it would not turn left. What do you mean it would not turn left? All right. So when I push the mower. Yes. I, I'll admit we're in the Carolinas and we enjoy our NASCAR and we usually go around the track turning left. That's or true. Yeah, right. there's a lot of left
1: turns so here maybe they in NASCAR one, country.
0: They, they had it going the wrong way, but I'd push it to the right and, and turn it to the right and the mower turned beautifully. I am not put any oil or gas in it, but when I would push it to the left the wheels would bow in.
1: I like how you're just talking, and like you have the little side. I didn't put any gas or oil into it. Like that has something to do well, with it. Well, it means you can't return it if you put oh, oil and gas. Oh, okay, in it okay. He just kind of just
0: interjected that right into the description of what was going on. So people say, well, why don't you run it? I don't need to run it because when I push it and I push it towards the left, the left wheel goes in. So when the wheels go in. They're they're like, they can't turn against themselves. It's usually like those buggies that I end up getting at the supermarket where the wheels are broken and the stupid thing won't turn. Yeah. Yeah. So the mower gets, (laughs)
1: hold on, hold on. I got to clarify something. I said buggy,
0: which is a Southern term. So it's a a cart, a grocery cart or or a cart here in the South. We call them buggies. Buggies. So, yeah. So I get tomorrow, I get to pack the bad boy back up. Mm. I've already got a return order. So I get when I get back from our vacation, I get to call Troy Build again, reorder the thing. They'll ship me a new one. And when the old one returns or the one they sent me, they will credit me. So th- this whole mower incident, which started when I moved into this house back in March, has yet to come to resolution. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And you, when you get something that, you know, it's, it's a power tool from back in the time of Home Improvement with Tim Allen. <laughs> yeah, you ninety know, ar- ar- show. Yeah, 90's, ar- 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 you know, I got a power tool. I got a new mower. I got pressure. I was all excited, and you can't use it. I know I'm whining. I can't help it. But I wanted my new mower. I wanted to be able to mow with this bad boy. But no, I can't. So tomorrow, I get to spend two and a half hours mowing my grass. I'm excited with your old push mower. The old push mower. It's the exercise I need. Well, good. It's not supposed to be too uh, too bad tomorrow. So. Why did I start all this? I have no fucking so clue. Everybody else is wondering the same thing I could too. clean it up on the football, which is our football episode, and talking about the beautiful stadium and how they're cutting grass, which led me back to my mower and why my mower has to be returned. Okay, so the mower saga does not stop, even though we said we were going to stop it. It does not stop. We're going to continue it till I get a mower that works. We are losing so many listeners over this. That's fine.
1: <laughs> That's not fine. <laughs> Hey, speaking of listeners, I'd like to thank uh, a person. I don't know if you saw this, Tony, but we got a nice little review on oh uh, on iTunes uh, just recently. But there's a statement in here that was kind of kind of confusing to me. So this was a nice five star review from McRill underscore Game underscore Night. Okay, right? on, on iTunes. This was left on August 15th, and he says this. I started to listen to the show from the the Dice Tower and really enjoyed the view on games. Don't don't hear that a lot. No, usually people talk about the lawnmowers. The guys are more relatable to me, and it is nice to see a different demographic than other podcasts I listen to. They seem more like an everyman type, and I saw them in passing at a con. Now I wish I had uh, more time to say hi. So the, the thing that kind of confused me, the guys are more relatable to me and it's nice to see a different demographic than other podcasts I listen to. What What is our different demographic? Because I'll be honest, a lot of the podcasts out there are a couple of white guys sitting on the mic talking. It's, it's an is age. Rich. Is it because we're old? Yeah, <laughs> is it's an age demographic. And I'm saying, <laughs>
0: I'll own that. I am good with that. Yes, it's an age demographic. And I appreciate that. And and if you see us at any con or especially, you know, Gen Con, please come up and say, hello, stop us playing a game, whatever. I'm usually losing. So I don't mind the distraction.
1: No, in fact, we were playing a lot of games today and people come up and talk to us and everything like that. And we always like take mm-hmm. time, sit yeah. there and chat to people. I was out, actually out at uh, Sal's food truck. Which uh, uh, Mega Moosecom brings in to to bring in lunch. And then a gentleman came up to me and, you know, he said, started listening to the show a few months ago and, and you know, appreciate it, liked us, everything. We just sat there and, and chat. And he said, I'm not am I bothering you? I, no, I'm just sitting here waiting on my food to get here. Yeah. So we just had a nice little chat. So yeah, anytime you see us, just to come out and, and talk to us. But I just, I just thought that was funny There we're a different demographic and I kind of had to pare it down to all right, you guys are old compared to everybody else I listen to. But it comes to.
0: but that tells you also with something we're gonna talk about, and that is electric football.
1: Mm, Because you you got to be all in order to appreciate the old electric football game Yeah, see, we uh, kicked this off talking about this being a football episode Because we have two games that we're going to be kind of going in a little bit of depth on Based on football and one prototype game Yes That we got to check out and like that's coming out soon on Kickstarter Which is also a football game So it seems like there's a lot of football themed
0: games that are out right now Well, it's that time of season Plain and simple. Well, it's football. football season. Football season. And we're talking American football. That's true. I do have to clarify that because I believe for
1: our brethren outside the U.S., football means soccer to or What is soccer to us? So it is American
0: football. football. Yeah. 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 We got those in. But before we go over there. Yes. Did you play any outstanding game at Mega MooseCon that caught you off guard today? That caught me off guard? Yeah. That you said, hmm, I, I, was, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that type of game. No. No, really?
1: No nothing caught me off guard. I mean, I I played a few games there. I played uh, a new game that's coming out from Plat Hat Games, uh Guardians. Uh-huh. Uh, they were demo- demoing that at uh Gen Con and we got an early copy, but I have not a chance to to play it yet. But Roy Kennedy from Epic Gaming Night was here. And he had a copy. He said, would you like to play? And I went, yes, because that means I don't have to read the rules. Isn't that always a bonus? Uh, I love that. Uh, so we sat down and he taught me and he said, this is smash up-ish. And I see what he's talking about because at the beginning of the game, you got uh, several factions to choose from. And you pick three factions to play and you mix them together to build a deck. Mm-hmm. And then you have locations in the middle of the board that you're going to be fighting over. So far, that's pretty much kind of like Smash Up. But what happens is, is within this game, it's more it's more gamey. Uh, once we got into the game, the mechanics and strategy felt more like Warhammer 40k Conquest, the old FFG uh, game that we used to play, where you would take your heroes and deploy them to a location and then you would fight over that location and once you win that location you get x amount of victory points and it was the first person to get nine victory points wins the game and you had to kind of take control of it uh there was a, a little token on the card that you would push back and forth as you fought for it and if you pushed it all the way to the end then you would claim that and and get it and you you would claim it by by maybe killing a hero at that same location, you can move the token twice. Or if you're the only hero there, you can move it once. So uh, I was very intrigued by the game. I think it was very easy to learn. It'll be coming out later
0: this year. Nice, fun little two-player game. And now that I know the rules, I can teach you how to play. Uh, that's all that's important to me. And can you do it in under less time than you did right now? <laughs> Wow! All right, well, <laughs> fine then. What did you play then? Well, I finally got to play a roll-in right that I've been. Everybody's been talking about and dying to play, Gron's Cleaver Sean. I don't know. When you said it, I wrote down Grand Schlong clever. Cleaver. Cleaver is it Schlong Cleaver? I've, I have. What's been, a Schlong I Cleaver? Yeah, I don't. I uh, careful. This is the dice tower. <laughs> just saying, I this don't know what the you dice said. Tower. I've tried. It's, the, to, it's
1: that popular roll and write game that everybody's going crazy now. about. Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. This is one of those that maybe I think would appeal more to you. Now, I enjoy Knock ma. Uh, I enjoy Knock ma a whole lot. Mm-hmm. This one I said, oh, everybody's going crazy about I'm so happy I got to play it. And, and who taught you that game? The Parkers. The Parkers dropped it on the table. I said, yeah. woo!
1: Ooh, Parker's the uh, the couple that came and played with us uh, about a month ago a couple months ago with they, the they did not learn their game. lesson did they no they did they actually came back and wanted to play again so, so yeah so, and we spent uh, actually went out uh, dinner with them night too we'll talk about that in a little bit too because you know of we course talk about is, the
0: good food yeah rolling dice and taking names but anyway tell
1: means. me about this game because i sat down at the end of it so i literally didn't get to see how it was played or anything you're rolling dice and you're
0: writing on a tablet.
1: Thanks. Okay, so a typical roll and write. Nice. It's a typical roll
0: and write. But well, the part that you may enjoy more is yes. that as you complete a section or a, or a row or a column in these sections or as you in- escalate in another color, then you may trigger combo actions. Okay. If I complete this row, then I can mark off a blue box in a lower row then if I mark off that blue box, then I may be able to mark off this orange box. And if I mark off this orange box, then that will complete this column. And then that may give me the ability to add a re-roll to my, to my actions. So it, it's very very strategic from that standpoint, that you, you develop all these combos. Uh, scoring was straightforward. I mean, people scoring the 300s. I did not. I don't know if I broke 100 my first time playthrough so you know i didn't know where all the combos were and what i needed my strategy very unique mechanism with the dice but all in all i think for you if you get a chance at playing this you would be enjoy the idea of multiplying the combos getting as many actions out of one roll of out of choosing and marking a box and seeing how many actions you can get from that
1: and it's uh currently an app So I could just get download the app and try it For
0: three dollars You don't have to wait
1: on shipping So I I need to check that out We got to play another It wasn't a rolling right But it was right uh, Welcome to Welcome to From uh, Deepwater Games Deepwater Games Well again what I liked about this is There there was no dice involved Uh, The idea was Is you had this little neighborhood And you were trying to to my neighbor Won't you be Won't you be Did you see the uh, Mr. Rogers documentary I did Is it good It was very good I want to see it. I'll wait till it comes out on video, but I I, I want to see it. Is it emotional? No. <laughs> well, you don't get emotional over anything. That's true. I don't. Um. So anyway, so the idea is you're kind of basically built out of town. And uh, it was kind of cool that the fact that you, I guess you built numbered houses. You had to build houses with numbers on them. You had to put them in ascending order. But then there was this whole thing of trying to group houses together to make neighborhoods and if you got certain clumps of neighborhoods together, you could score points. But it was neat how you picked the house, and then there was an action you can go along with it.
0: And, and it reminded me a lot of Quinto without dice. Mm, okay, 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 yeah. Okay, on how you had to build the ascending and Quinto. Yeah. It's same, same type of mechanism where Quinto also has the rows, but it also has the columns. You don't have the columns here. But, yeah, it was very interesting on when those numbers came up. You could see what action you could do, build a, you know, do a fence or or mark certain things on well, the thing.
1: Well, you mean is that, uh, the numbers were also, the cards had the action, the actions were on the back of those cards. Mm -hmm. So you had the numbers and then the upper left-hand corner, you can see what the action was on the back and then it flips over when you discard it. So then that action goes with the new number of this on top of the deck. So when you say, I'm going to take that number and write that number to the house, you can also take the The action action. on the side, which might be able to modify a number or, or build a pool build a pool uh, you got to have uh, you got to have a special like pool permit because some of the houses have pools and if you don't you don't get to claim that because if you the more pools you get the more points you get so then there's all these mechanisms to score all these points there at the end of the game i mean for the game and at the end of the game you add everything up and then whoever has the most points wins but i liked it um i, I enjoyed it. i was first when uh angel and chris were teaching us the rules it was like i don't know it was like foggy to me he's like this mm-hmm. doesn't
0: make much sense but like every game you start playing it's like oh I, get I understand. It. And then you had to follow up with all the scoring that goes with it, because once again, you got to you know figure out now you won. So obviously you figured out the scoring fairly well. I think you won. I know I, I did. No, I, I won. But I also got lucky at the end, too, because one of those
1: things with like other games where if you can't claim one of the numbers that's showing, uh, then you have to mark a, a box. And the more bo- those boxes you mark, it's negative points. I got lucky, and I never had to really do that. Mm-hmm. Every number that came up, I could actually use. And like, like two 15s came up in the row, which was the highest. And that was the last two houses I had to fill in on two of the rows. So anyway, without going much detail, I enjoyed it. And we do have a copy of it. And uh, it's one of those things, too. You probably want to laminate a sheet. Oh, yeah.
0: Laminate sheet for how I me. Mean, and what's really cool is that in this game, I mean, it, it literally can go to 100 people playing and i understand why now because
1: it really doesn't you aren't claiming anything you're not rolling dice it's like there's three numbers that you
0: can claim and one action features numbers and anybody can claim those right and so yeah you project it up on the screen and yep. everybody sitting in the room yep. could could do this now the more players you get the more chance you have at a tie things like that sure but it all breaks down to is how well did you rebuild how your town and do fences make good neighbors and obviously in this game they do because it scores you more victory points. Mm-hmm. Mm. what grand or welcome to it's kind of it's kind of grand different. schlong cleaver yes it was one of those things that you know I'm, I'm wishy-washy on both of them i enjoyed them both but i don't know if there was one better than the other and is there something else in my collection that i would say oh let me play welcome to or would i rather bring out knock mall or something else so Where I thought I would have this huge wow factor to it, it wasn't there. For which one? Both. Both. Okay. Yeah. I mean, don't, Lord, people, don't get me wrong. They're very good games, but I guess the expectations were a little bit higher, and therefore I did not, you know, I was kind of let down off of my expectations, which is my own fault. Maybe what I should do is go in with no expectations. That's probably better. When are Rolling Rights going to go away? Never. You don't think so? I think it's a fad. Not in my house.
1: I'm just saying, I think it's a fad. I think just like the way Love Letter spawned off all these little five-minute micro games, I think Rolling Rights are a fad. I, I personally think because everybody's coming out with, with them now, nothing wrong with them. I just think that eventually people's, it's going to get so saturated, it's like, eh, when a new one comes out, it's like, I've already got like five others. Why do I need another one? Sort of I, one? I think
0: what it leans to is more to the app. As they develop them, see if they, they have a good I, – I mean, I enjoy playing them, but, you know, you can get to the point where if you have a roll and ride, I mean, there's a lot of downtime in some of them you just have to be careful with. Yep. Along those lines – Food? The, oh, no, not oh, yet. No, no. Not, food, yet. not yet. Not yet. I got to uh, the Parkers while you were over there playing your game. Uh, what was I playing? The one with Roy? Guardians? Oh, Guardians, yes. Yes. The Parkers had this f- interesting game called Kashgar Merchants of the Silk Road – it is published by Cosmos. Designer is Gerhard Kashgar. Is it K-A-S? Cash, K-A-S-H-G-A-R. I have heard of that. Know nothing about it, but I have heard of it. It came out in 2013. Okay. So he's, he's dropping this on the table. Very unique mechanism where you're taking an action. You have three rows of cards. And the bottom card on the row, you may do the action. And the action may say, draw two cards. Take one that you like and put it at the top of the row. So that's what you do. You take that patriarch. You draw two cards. You pick from that. So you now have another card. And the patriarch and that card go to the top of the row. You don't get to do those actions until they work their way back down by doing other cards in that row. But the whole goal is, of course, imagine this, victory points for the win. Sure. But over here, you have a sideboard that you have various. A cyborg. Sides, a cyborg. Yeah, sideboard. Oh, I was okay. getting kind of excited about a cyborg. Where you are tracking various spices or resources, gold along those lines. And what you're trying to do is take those, escalate their value so that when you can go visit a, make an offer, you then buy a card that has victory points. And when you cash those in, those commodities drop and you recycle and you have three rows going on. There's card calling. The unique mechanism is that the actions, unlike a deck from a normal deck builder where you have five cards and you play all five, Mm -hmm. in the three rows, you are now having to use the action at one of the cards at the bottom of the row, then it goes to the top of the row and you cannot use it till it works its way back down. Very unique mechanism. I kind of enjoyed that one. There's one where I went in with no expectations. That's probably the best way. And I was like,
1: whoa, this is kind of neat. Another game that we uh, tried that we're not going to get into too much because we're going to be covering a lot later more details, Wildlands from Osprey yes. Games. This was demoed at the uh, Origins. It's by Martin Wallace. We finally got it on the table for the first time. It's interesting to see Martin Wallace come out with a miniatures-type game mm-hmm. uh, where you got each person controls five miniatures, and the goal is to put your dudes on the map. And you go around and you try to kill each other or claim crystals. Each crystal you get is worth a point. Each person you kill is worth a point. First one to five point wins. But the unique thing about it is this card play mechanic where you have a hand of cards, and the cards can indicate which of your characters can do what. Mm -hmm. We only play it one time. It's one of those things we're probably going to play a lot more and talk about a lot more um, in the future. But that's going to be coming out. It's going to be a big game coming out later in October. So we'll be talking about that more later. But we got our first play of it
0: today. Yes, we did. Did I kind of talk about the food? You can talk about the food if you
1: want. Oh, my gosh. we got to go to the front porch. Every time we come to Mega Moose Con, there's this nice little country restaurant right off the road called the Front Porch. I went there on Friday night before the con opened. I got me some chicken and dumplings, Mm. some fried squash, and green beans. Okay. And topped it off with some apple cobbler. Topped off with a a scoop of ice cream. Of course. Very good. So, tonight we went over there. Everybody was excited to go, and it was like Angel and Chris, who kind of turned me on to it last year, and then Courtney and... Kent and and Roy Roy and me, and you got a big old seven-person table, and you got country-style steak, I believe it
0: was. Country-style steak,
1: fried okra, and mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. I got mashed potatoes and fried okra and flounder, and uh, just just a good little country place. That was a
0: whale you had on your plate. That wasn't no flounder. That that was was a big big old piece
1: piece of fish, but it was funny that when we were checking out the the register, and remember, this is just a little country restaurant where usually just local folk come in there and they hang out and have their meal and socialize. The lady's like, what is going on? Because we had a full table there. There's another table of like nine or 10 people that came in. So a lot of people for the convention came in for it. And I explained to her what it was. And she said, y'all kind of caught us off guard. <laughs> it's like they didn't have enough workers in there to cover everybody. So but anyway... If you
0: ever come to Mega Moose Con, you need to check out uh, the front porch. Yes, because they do a lot of the business, she says, on Sunday, where they open up all the rooms in the old house, mm-hmm. and everybody comes in. And,
1: they come and in after church.
0: Come in after
1: church. I come after church. You don't want to go right at
0: noon on a Sunday because no, it is packed. get you some fried chicken, and you're good to go there. But, yeah, it was very good. Did hold off on the dessert. Um You did hold off on the dessert. I was a good boy. Mm-hmm. Um but then again, you know, that that was that was enjoyable, but I wish I had gotten the fish. God, that looked like a good piece of fish mm-hmm. you had. Man, I have to remember that next year. Are we coming back? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I like supporting my good friend, Mark. Okay, well, good. You know what? What? I need to, I need to I've been drinking Coke Zeros all day. Mm-hmm. Can we take a break? Take a break, and then we'll come back and talk about some football. <laughs> have
1: y'all got a detective yet? You know that big hot game, Detective, from uh, Portal Games. What are you yawning over there
0: for? Because I'm I'm waiting for you to finish up, so I can take a shot at Detective. <laughs>
1: That's true. We only got we only got one copy between us. And actually, Vanessa just last week was telling me, okay, we need to play again. She's ready to play.
0: Oh, well, and, and I need to. I I tell you what, I just need to go out and get my copy and stop waiting on you. But I'll be gone, so by the time I get back, i I will invest in my copy of Detective.
1: And uh, coming out at Essen, we're excited about another game, A Monolith Arena.
0: Ooh, that's that going to become so like a,
1: a new version of uh, Hex of, of Nirasima Hex, and we hope that uh, maybe we can get Ignacio on, timing works out, and he can come on and tell us all about this game and how it came to be. So, if you're interested in Detective or maybe learning a little little bit more about uh, Monolith Arena, which I'm sure he'll be talking about
0: more as we get closer to Essen, you can go check that out at portalgames.pl.
1: What? You want to say something?
0: I want to point out, if you want to get ready for Monolith or have a good general direction, download the Niroshima Hex app. That app's actually really good, learn how to play the game and everything. Mm -hmm. So, again, you can
1: go check that out at portalgames.pl slash E-N for English.
0: So we entered our Wayback Machine tonight at Mega Muska. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were jonesing, and you heard us talk about it at Gen Con when we saw Tudor Games with the new electric football, and you have one. Yes. They uh, contacted
1: us and said, uh, guys, you you really like this. Would would you like to check it out? And I went, heck, yes, we would like yes. to check it out. And so thank you so much to Tudor Games. They sent us. A, a copy of the game, and they said, what teams would you like? And I said, well, being from the Panthers, I mean, from Carolina, i like to have a copy of the Panthers. And and you wanted uh, Seattle. the Seattle, and I think it was for, I guess, Russell Wilson, is that why?
0: Well, Russell Wilson, it's always a good rivalry with the Panthers. Yeah, and, Russell Wilson,
1: who went to NC State.
0: And I Actually, I uh, we kind of root for the – I don't know why we root for the Seahawks, but we just do. I don't know why, maybe, uh, you know, the Zorn – Back in the day, um, Zorn. Wasn't he the quarterback back in the day? Lord, I don't know. All right. So, so. Seattle wasn't known for a lot of stuff okay. back in the Well, old based days. on me watching you set up your team in electric yes. football, I wonder if you even know rules. Oh, my gosh. I, I
1: I did screw that up. So, anyway, so this is electric football. This is a game that, gosh, Bzz, I don't know when it came out in 50s, 60s, 70s, the ago, ideas. Yeah. But when we were kids, it was an electric game that you actually plugged into the wall and, and made a horrible noise. It was a vibrating metal table. And you have little uh, football players that you set up on the board. And they had, back in that time, it was like these little pegs or these little stands that they stood on. You turn on, turned on the motor. And they started kind of running around.
0: And, and there were some
1: ways to maybe control them. But it never really
0: worked well. Well, In the original sets, basically, you have fingers on the bottoms of the base, And then as the board vibrates, magically... They move. Yes. They, they. They basically the board vibrates in some way. That vibration creates those little fingers. Just it's like they're grabbing the turf. I don't know how. It's I don't know why this happened. Some guy was sitting there thinking maybe he dropped. He had some. I don't know. I would. I will go and research this and not report back. But I am curious.
1: Say, you should have done it before I now. Know.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I just enjoy the game. Yeah, from the standpoint as a kid, and I mean, I I I think it came out in the '70s because they um, originally they had all the Super Bowl sets. Okay, all right, so it couldn't have come out in the '50s because if it came out in the '50s, they wouldn't have had the Super Super Bowl Bowl sets. sets, That's true. So, So, editor Marty
1: here. We were decades off from when electric football started. It started in the 40s, and in fact, this is its 70th anniversary. Here's another little fact. This game was so popular in the 60s and the 70s that, to date, it has sold over 70 million copies. Wow. Let's get back to the show.
0: Either way, uh, you had two types of bases back then. You had the one, the pro bases, that you could turn the wheel in the base, and it would allow the players to shift. Or the rookie base, which basically they just had the four fingers on the bottom of the green base, and that would only mean straight. Yeah, and there That's wasn't a, wasn't a lot of adjustment on, on any no, of those. No, there wasn't. There, the quarterback was these big ugly white guy figures, and I had to, I had to be careful <laughs> there. Uh, figures. figures. There were a bunch of these white plastic figures, and which which actually is still in the in the recent they are, version. They are in the new version, and you would stick the little spongy footballs on their little hands, a little foam ball, a yeah, foam ball, and you would basically flick it and it would throw the pass by by just the uh, potential energy coming off and that little football foam football would fly across your room potential energy being converted to kinetic, kinetic energy, energy. yeah yes and it would fly across the room and come where nowhere near nope the receivers so you always would home rule it or do something and you
1: said that you used to play whether you since you didn't work you just basically held the little football and tried to
0: throw it at them you you would put up a shield that your hand couldn't pass through or a piece of paper so if you hit the paper with your hand you went beyond the quarterback okay and you would have to sit there and you had to throw it
1: Yep, and try to hit the receiver hit receiver in front. So, I know that sounds crazy. It's like, I can't believe people used to spend their time doing that. Was hey, a, this is before have the arcade games. we didn't have video games. Like this We thought this, this was really cool. So, at Gen Con, as we talked about a Gen Con episode, we saw that Tudor Games is making these games, and they're trying to make inroads into the board game arena. This, they've been around for a while, and they've got some people that are following. They have leagues and stuff like that, but they they wanted to have more exposure. So, this is their first year at Gen Con. So, they sent us this game, and so the Big question is, probably a lot of people wondering, is it just like it was? Technically, the way it works, it is, but they've made some, made some nice adjustments. Mm-hmm. Number one, the board is no longer electric in that you plug it into a wall. It's battery operated. There's a little vibrating motor that you attach to the bottom of in the, the middle field. Versus then at the end of the f- Right. End zone. Very important. Very important. And basically, it's a little motor that uh, just vibrates, and you have a controller that has batteries in it press a button and it starts vibrating and you have a knob that can control the uh, the strength of the vibration. Basically the amplitude of the vibration. Sure. Whatever. And they've also changed the uh, little fingers or the little skids that you put on the bottom of the figures. And I think this is where a big difference is because now you have a lot more control over those guys. You have one of the skids just basically, uh, they call it a power or strength. It's just basically move in as hard as you fast as you can. They have two other ones that you can put on there that are individually they're like uh, thin and, and skinny and there's uh one on like, each side like skis skis is a very good term but you can like slide them you can angle them in or angle them out and how you angle them Can make the model like go in, go out, go left, go right, stay in one place, like you want a a quarterback do. So there's actually a lot more control on the figures now.
0: Yeah. So by doing that, you're running post patterns, you're running outs, you're you're running fly. Okay, you can't run a fly pattern because that requires a little bit more finesse. A curl. I mean, you know, things like that, because they automatically curl for some stupid odd reason or my <laughs> guys. You don't here. want him to do I said go straight. Go straight. <laughs> it's an open field. What are you doing? Yeah. Why are you turning towards the sideline? That guy's over on the right side and you're running right at him. What are you doing? <laughs> so, yes, we had some big moments even for tonight where we were cheering and
1: Oh, what about the freaking
0: first play of the game? Yes, you ran seventy five yards on me. Okay that's my first beef (laughs) (laughs) that's not a beef with me no so we're reading the rule book and he is sitting there basically creating a earthquake magnitude 8 on the field by changing the amplitude and my guys are flopping over and i'm like what are you doing and he's like well i'm holding the button and i'm changing it and i'm you know you can change the speed and i'm like What kind of crap is that? That's not how we played when I played football. That's how you play
1: now. It's It's in the rule book. Because you can change the speed. But yeah, on my very first play of the game, it's like the line just opened up. And I had the running back Ryan right down
0: the middle of the field and for seventy field
1: yards for a touchdown. It was like I wish I had it on video because
0: it was a glorious play. Yes, first play, my guys were running around. I am like what are you guys doing? You broke through the line. You didn't have containment. <laughs> you you didn't stay in your lanes. I don't know what you guys were thinking because I was set up for a four three defense. By the way, yes. Also, the kicker. You know how you could, it would his spring load. The kicker slash quarterback, because it was the same figure. Yes. You you would bend it back and he would kick his little leg up because it was spring load. There was potential to kinetic energy right there. Yeah, yeah. You know how we solve that when I was playing? Regular paper football. Oh, that's
1: smart. And then you try to kick between the goalposts. Yeah, so
0: your friend would sit there, and actually he would do the post with his fingers because the goalposts would never be in the right position, and we would kick from all the way from one. And if you scored, that was how you got your PAT or your field goal.
1: We'll say that uh, the goalposts and everything are really nice in this. So you have this nice field. They have a little uh, 10-yard markers. Uh, that you can it's put odd. on the side, and they slide on the side of the board. On the other side of the board, you can put where the uh, the line of scrimmage is. So you can easily mark everything. You've got two nice goal posts. The board looks super nice. You can, For your team, uh, they sent us the Carolina Panthers stickers. So we basically put the Carolina stickers in the end zones mm-hmm. to make it look like it's a uh, home field. But I think the thing that really, really stands out that did not exist when we were playing as kids is the app. And the app really, really helped us out because the app controls the flow of the game. Yes. Uh, I had it running on my iPhone. I wish I'd brought an iPad. It's been easier to deal with. But when you set up the app, basically it does a coin toss, and then you can set it up to say, okay, uh, the way we had it was you got 40 seconds to set up your team. As soon as uh, that is done, the offense hits the button before he runs out of time or he gets a penalty. Then the defense has 10 seconds to react to what he just saw. It's like, I want to tweak this a little bit. Then you hit the button. Then you give me another 10 seconds. Well, I want to make this one adjustment over here. Then you get a last 10 seconds to make your final adjustment. And at that point you say, hike the ball. And what you do is you say that I'm either making a pass play or run play. Mm -hmm. So Tony, I was, I would say, okay, I'm going to be running the ball. This guy, I point to one of the running backs, say he has the ball, hold down the button. They start moving. Once one of your models touches my uh, running back. Play is down, and then the and you go to the app and you say, "What happened?" You could say, "Oh, I got a first down," or it's now second down. Maybe I fumbled the ball. There's a way you can fumble the ball. We never ran into it, and I would have told you feel have happened, but. If the back of the model is ever hit by the front of one of your models, the defender models, it causes a fumble. If the offensive player is moving forward and another player, the defensive player runs into it from the back, that's a fumble. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so it just never happened. If it had, I would have said that that's a fumble. Mm-hmm. And then there's rules for for handling that. So the app kind of controls everything. When you score a touchdown, you could say, "Hey, I scored a touchdown." It, it tells you you scored a touchdown. But what we liked was this: we talked about the little quarterback and the kicking, and you had to try to flick the little foam thing. We aren't that good yet. That yeah. takes a lot of practice lot to be able to flick that little ball. So the app gives you a little option to – it's a little skill test. When you want to pass the ball, if you've ever played Madden, it was the same sort of thing. It has a little gauge that goes up and down, and wherever you stop it is how far you're going to throw it. And then you, it has a little line that moves left to right, and you try to stop it right in the middle and if you do so, you might successfully kick a kick a field goal or or make a pass. So now you're not trying to flick that little ball out of the field.
0: When you said how far you throw it, that's not necessarily true. Because true. there was no way to put in yardage or anything like that. I think it that's was true. I think we don't know the mechanism by I was trying to figure it out because you incompleted some passes where it looked like your timing was perfect on throwing the pass. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that the up and down is saying, okay, depending on where you hit here, plus incoherent coordination with where you hit in the bullseye circle that you're trying to hit determines your percentage of completing a pass okay yep Uh, that's the only thing i can guess because other than that it is pure magic and but what was nice about that it made the game move quicker and again i believe
1: those that really know how to play this game and there are leagues out there oh there's a lot of people that's really into this and they form leagues and they draft teams and they play their games uh they do know how to control the little guy flicking the little felt ball across the field and they have really good control but we just wanted to kind of go through it but the beauty thing about the app was it made it quick it made it flow because as kids we were like i'm gonna move this guy here i'm gonna move this guy here with the app it's like nope gotta get this set up go 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 and the clock was running pretty much the entire time we played a full 60 minute clock Mm-hmm. but most of the time the clock is running and no play is happening. Like in real football, you know, there's only like what seven, eight minutes of actual play yes. of football for 60 minutes. And it was probably the same way for us.
0: Yeah. And from, from my standpoint, I enjoyed reliving the nostalgia mm-hmm. and you're, you're absolutely right. If without the app though, it would have been for me on the table way too long. That app made all the difference. Yes. Plain, plain and simple. And it's a free app by the way, too. It's a free app. Mm-hmm. Probably the one, knock that I have is the guides or the skis that you put on the players. Yep. I found myself when I would have rushing to set them up on the on the line of scrimmage that suddenly I would unfortunately bump one. And then so that is probably the variable of the game that you don't realize, thus leading to a 75 year old 75-yard touchdown run mm-hmm. that maybe my defensive player who I thought was going to go straight, I inadvertently nudge that when I put it down, thus causing him to bear left and your guy blowing past him without touching. So that to me is a something that I think has the variability and overall might cause frustration. I accepted it.
1: I did want to, I did not explain basically how the pass works. I talked about how the run, just how the pass works is uh, you say you're going to declare a pass and then you can You run the ball for like uh, like up to 10 seconds, or you run the board for up to 10 seconds. And once one of your receivers gets open, you stop. Mm -hmm. And then you try to successfully complete the pass. If you do, then you can uh, make an adjustment. You can pivot the guy. If, If you're not engaged with somebody else, you can pivot a guy. Your defensive players can be pivoted towards the guy if they're not engaged with somebody else. Then we put on the power again and you just let the guy go until he goes out of bounds or gets a touchdown or is tackled. Right. So that's how a, a pass is done. That's it. That's football for you. It is. It's really that straightforward, but with the, the with the skis and the way they control the movement, every, you can plan a little bit better. You do have a little more control, and the app is really good. And they've added another element. If you're really into modeling, you can actually order uh, models on sprues. And you can put these little guys together and paint them up yourself. Now, they only have the NFL license, and they have license for all the NFL teams. But say, for example, you want to do some college football. They don't have the license to the NCAA. But say, I want to make a Wolfpack team. I could buy all those uh, little sprues and put my little guys together. And paint them up, and try to paint a little Wolfpack logo on the side of the helmet, Good which I would never they. do. Good luck, and and make your own team. So there's another aspect of the hobby there. They're pretty straightforward uh, uh, to put together, and then they have a base that you attach them to, and then you put those uh, the little the fingers of the skis uh, on, on the bottom of them, to, and they work just just as normal. And if you even don't want to go to that extreme, you can buy decals for your team. So for example, we got the Carolina Panthers. There's no numbers on them or anything. But you can get little stickers mm-hmm. uh, that you can put little jersey numbers on. So then you can make a, a team. It's like, okay, well, there's Cam Newton and there's this guy or whatever, like that. So, and that's probably actually easier to track who's who by putting numbers on the guys, too. So you can really outfit your team. To the to the nines, if you want to.
0: Yeah, it's also a way. I mean, that's part of the rules of football. I mean, for instance, centers are supposed to be in the fifties, mm-hmm. guards are in the sixties, tackles are in the seventies. So if you put a tackle in a tight end spot, unless you declare him as eligible receiver, mm-hmm. the people can track. Well, who's going to be it? Also, the rules of a formation. I mean, you can go all bozo on the rules of football here. Oh and, yeah,
1: yeah. There, there's nothing stopping you from being really ticky tacky and getting every every rule like it's like you know they have rules for motion yeah now they actually said you know when the, the one of the last things you can do is put guys into motion there's only certain people that are eligible to go into mm-hmm. motion etc so they've really got to cover you can get as deep as you want
0: and to be honest you need to get to some level of deepness because if you just stack 11 guy or 10 guys across the front line or or let's let's go nine guys across the front line and one in the two in the backfield and play that way you're missing out that's not how it's supposed to be done from the standpoint of the rules you need you sort of need to figure out those rules and
1: the uh, they have different uh, sizes of the boards there's three different size fields and they range in, in varying prices and they have a really big field the one that we have is the medium and then there's a smaller one so you can get, get just like a base set for like around 60 bucks or something like that. The teams aren't too expensive. Uh, you can get whatever, like I said, you can get the fully licensed NFL teams. The The game comes with uh, a couple teams already that was included in the box. So you get a, a couple teams, you get some felt balls, you get the goalposts, the, the board and
0: everything. You know what? I was thinking back. I probably got rid of my original football. I carried it. Probably up until about ten years ago, and you I, had it that wow, that long. I had I had it that long. I never got rid of it, and I had I think six teams. I had Pittsburgh, I had Kansas City, I had Oakland, I had the base red and base yellow, and I, there was one more team I, I can't remember. It was whoever Ken, uh, Kansas City played in a Super Bowl, hmm. and not the original Packers. I forget what the other team was. So okay. anyway. I loved it growing up as a kid. We played all the time. But if if I had had an app and this, we would have been playing it even more.
1: And like I said, uh, there there are people that are doing full leagues. You can get you know eight teams, ten teams, whatever. Run a regular season like this week. This team plays that team, and then based on your record, you go into the playoffs. I mean, you can do a full league type thing with the Super Bowl at the very end of it right so that's that's tutor games now if you, if you have any interest in this you can go check out their website at uh tutor games and uh find out a bunch about the different configurations they have like i said they got a lot of different options if you have any interest in the nfl at all you can go check that out uh i asked them i said what about if people really aren't into nfl teams have you considered maybe using the same mechanics the same mechanism for doing a different type of board game maybe a fantasy game to where Orcs are fighting somebody else, you know, just to make it a little bit different. If people aren't crazy about the full theme of, uh, American football. And it said, they, something that they've talked, they've talked about, they've been approached about. So we'll, we'll see where it goes, but nostalgia purposes is great, but it's not just that they've updated it with the app. It's easier to control. It's not as finicky as what it used to be. We ran plays tonight that actually worked. Like you said, you ran some ends, you ran some post patterns with the receivers and sure enough, they were freaking open. Ran the app. He caught the ball. You got, you know, 15, 20. You, know, you had one big long pass play.
0: And then he ran right at
1: your guy who was sitting there, sitting and spinning. And that was my fault. See, that's another important thing, too. I forgot. I had him configured as a quarterback, and the quarterback doesn't move. He just wanted to stay in the pocket. I forgot to, to flip one of the little skis around so that he would be able to move as opposed to stay in the place.
0: Yeah. But had you done that, I would have scored. Instead he's sitting there spinning and my guy ran right at him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he ran right into him. I was he he would have been benched. I might have had him on the practice squad. Yeah, um, laugh it up now, Chuckles. <laughs> well, I, I can't but I, but I was. I was yelling and everybody yeah. everybody Oh my was. gosh, you're talking about the hit of a con. Everybody was coming around Man, looking at this like is, is that what I think it yeah. is?
1: Oh my gosh, where is that new? Are they still making that? Is that how, is that always? Where did that come from? And and it's and like, yep, yeah, it's still available.
0: And then one guy's like, I don't understand how that works.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he'd never seen it before, and we were trying to explain it, and we were not doing a god a good job explaining it. And just it's like, well, it
0: vibrates, and the guys move. It's magic. They do it. It happens. <laughs> and then, oh, and we're gonna wrap this up. But the other thing, if the person you're playing is sitting there tapping the table with their hands as they're making points, your guys still move. Stop it. Tapping the table. You were sitting over there, and you would bang the table when you would make a point, and our guys would shift. I was, I was ready, offsides. sides. <laughs> Start throwing the flags. I'm like, what are you
1: doing? Oh, that, that's a good thing. If, uh, I think I mentioned this, too. The, the cool thing about the app is if you don't get your guys set in time, There's it penalty. actually comes up and says penalty. This will be like a delay game. you got to move everybody back, you know, five yards and oh, stuff like reset that. Reset all yeah. yeah. It, there is a little thing of getting 11 guys set up again and all that, but it, that's just kind of the part of the strategy of the games. So again, if it's something you're interested in, I highly re- recommend checking it out. It's been redone. It works really well. And uh, if you're into board games, it's definitely very much a board game with a little bit of a vibrating field or table to it. So, again, that's Tudor Games Electric Football.
0: well miniature market is out there producing some new tiny terrain for you to take a look at that is some of the neatest stuff to bling out your rpgs your board games whatever you want your miniature games your miniature games whatever you want to do that tiny terrain stuff is so cool it is paint adheres to it well yeah it does prime at first but yes yep, get a little prime on it put a little wash on it you got a beautiful stone wall happening right there maybe a few obelisks. in fact we've been doing that at the house
1: we've been taking those uh the walls like you said they're very easy to do. prime them like a gray put
0: a black wash on them they're ready to go so be sure to check out the tiny terrain at miniaturemarket.com oh and of course they've got some board games here of and course. there. They've got those. They've got all the Gen Con selections that you want. Don't forget about their pre-order capabilities. And in a couple of months, that big Christmas special. Go ahead and tease it right now. You know they do that big Christmas clearance, so start saving up your money. That's miniaturemarket.com.
1: In our continuing coverage of footballish. Type games. Games Workshop just came out with a new game called Blitz Bowl. you probably heard of Blood Bowl from Games Workshop. This game's been around for decades, and I was very interested in this game until I saw this game can take up like two to three hours to play. Now, Tony, have you ever played Blood Bowl?
0: Yes. <laughs> okay, what'd you think of it? I thought it was uh, interesting, but it was taking way too long. Okay. So, uh, when you said, well, hey, we're going to try Blood blood bowl Blood um i was like okay he said no this is the new and improved i said all right i'll hold judgment and see what we got yep and this game when
1: you look on the box it says like 40 45 minutes and that's pretty much about how long it takes to play so it's in the spirit of blood bowl and then that you've got some fantasy teams fighting against each other and in this core box you've got humans versus orcs got five models on the board or a certain number of models on the board and The whole goal is to pick up the ball and try to get it into the end zone. But that's not without crunching into each other, trying to knock each other down and trying to injure players and send them off the field so they can just come back later. But the nice thing about this is is the game moves pretty quick. The rules are easy to understand. And they've added a new mechanic of these little challenges, these little challenge cards that you try to achieve as another way to score points, which is actually a core
0: mechanic of the game. Yes. And that's pretty much how we scored all our points. You did get a touchdown. I did get
1: it? one touchdown with was well, worth three points. Yeah, yep.
0: That was worth three points. But overall, I mean, from the standpoint of the challenges, that may be something that people may say, oh, huh? What? It's not all about scoring those, the points with a touchdown. Yep. That's how they sped it up because you know, you're always looking at those challenges. How do I achieve one of these challenges so I can get some easy points on my opponent? Forget scoring a touchdown. Let me see if I can set up this next challenge. Mm-hmm. And there's basically three challenges that are always available to you on your turn. You can take up the three
1: actions and depending on how your uh, players are set up, they can do different actions. Maybe you can run, maybe you can get in the face of a guy and then you try to tackle him. Maybe you try to go and pick up a ball. Maybe you want to try to throw the ball or bring a guy back onto the field. Each one of those is an individual action. But with each of those actions, you can also maybe try to achieve one of those challenges. And those challenges could be anything. It could be like, oh, okay, if your opponent has the ball at the beginning of the turn but does not have the ball at the end of the turn, pick this up and score a couple points. All right, so you think, okay, he's got the ball. I'm going to go try to tackle that guy and make him drop it. And if you do, you immediately score those two points. Or it could be, it's, uh, hey, if you get two of your guys uh, down near their end zone, then you're going to score some points. So you try to rush everybody down. Or it could be if you injured somebody or if you tackled somebody, score these points. So you're constantly trying to score these objective challenges on the side of the table, which was interesting. Like you said, Tony, it's like, do I do that? Or do I actually try to play the game of football in order to score a touchdown?
0: Yeah, and I think on my side of it, when I was playing this game, I ended up doing more of the football. And then I shifted over to the challenge and I forgot about my other players. Just there's a lot going on here. And if I had just completed one pass, I would yep. have been a happy camper. You, this
1: is where you couldn't roll. I could
0: roll. Crap. crap. Now, the, on these challenges, though, if you get a challenge, then you can flip it over and you get a special ability. Either during your turn mm-hmm. or possibly ongoing or however. Lord knows, I don't know what they all were because I only had a few of them because I only was able to complete a few of the challenges. Yeah, we did get
1: stuck to the point where the, some of the challenges were tough to do. Two of them were complete a, ca- a pass. You and I could not complete a That's pass ridiculous. to save our life. So when you when you pass, it's just pretty much straightforward. Hey, I want this guy to throw. They have a little range ruler that uh, you measure from your guy to the guy that you're looking to pass to. If there's no obstacles in the way, then what you do is there's like a a successful roll. It's like anything three or higher has it on the card to what the stat you're trying to match. You roll. And if it's three or higher, pass successful. If there's an obstruction in your way, you subtract one from your roll. If it's a long range pass, you subtract another from the roll. So you gotta make sure that you got a
0: good kind of line of sight to that guy in order to achieve a pass. But I swear we just could not get it. So I mean I appreciate that from the standpoint you gotta remember your modifiers. There's only three stats on the card. There's only three move. There's a how to the successful throws throw check and, and a armor. Block, an armor check. An armor check to so whether or not you gotta pull them off the field because they got injured. Yeah. I will say I do like they've they simplified where the ball bounces when oh. you That was simplified compared to Blitzball?
1: Yeah, roll a D8. And then basically on the board, it shows you which of the eight locations it'll jump to uh, based on the reference of how the board is laid
0: out. That was really straightforward. So the, the game was simple to learn for me. I was like, okay, I can get into this. I mean, I did have the sour taste from the bad rolls, But it's a dice-rolling game. I can get over that. Mm -hmm. I will play it again. I think a lot more of the strategy will come in as I look at which challenges are up and concentrate on that, which part of my teams I want to try to score the football. Where is the stupid football? (laughs) I mean, my gosh, it's bouncing all over the field. Can somebody not pick this stupid thing up and move it? We were getting very tactful,
1: using Mm. a lot of tactics towards the end of the game, trying to position our players to try to open up a way for once the guy gets the ball uh, to get – to the end zone. So we were constantly trying to block and knock people out. I like the whole blocking mechanism. If you're adjacent, somebody said, I'm going to try to block you. And then you have a block die in your roll. You can miss, you might could shove them back. You might can knock them down. If you knock them down, that's where you do. That's where the armor Armor check check comes comes in. You're going to roll. You have to roll higher than your armor check. And if you don't, he's injured and off the field and back to the reserves and there's one of them, one out of six of those is basically it's a crunch. It's what's it's called, crunch, which gives them a minus one to their armor check. So a lot of the game is really a lot of blocks and checks yes. and the whole goal is to try to open up lanes so that so maybe some guy with the ball could actually run through and get towards the end zone.
0: Very fast playing. I was very surprised at how fast we were playing that game. Enjoyed it from that standpoint uh, but another f- part of this is what comes with the game is if you have old Blood Bowl characters oh, this the other uh, army. love this. Yes. Yeah. They give you the team cards already mm-hmm. so all those miniatures you may already have for your Bowl? For your Skaven or your
1: Chaos you or go. your Elves They already give you The, the Blitz Bowl cards for those mm-hmm. Like you said, if you got those Factions lying around, then you've already got the Blitz Bowl cards for them. You want to run a Skaven team Which no I think problem. you like the Skaven guys They're fast, they're nimble Well then the card's are already there for you And some of the cards actually have special uh, Abilities. Right. For example, there was one of my Guys that said I could re-roll my blocks mm-hmm. uh, And there's one of them that Made it easier to pick up the ball uh, there's one that was made, was made did a better job at throwing the ball. So a lot of the guys have special abilities, which uh, make that important too. It's like, I want to make sure this guy's in the position to block because I know I can re-roll my blocks. You can assist in blocks, which give you two extra die or an extra die to roll to make sure that you get the job done when you're done. The role, the rules are easy to, to follow. It's a fun little game. It's a dice-chucking game. You do have to deal with the luck of the dice some of the times, but all the time. I, I think there were some good uh, tactics involved that made it a fun little managers game. Yeah, I
0: mean it's a strategy game. I mean, you know. Well, it's uh, a tactics game. Tactics game. Well, it's part of the tactics is Part of the
1: strategy. A lot of the strategy is maybe building your team at the beginning.
0: Right, building your team at the beginning. We're
1: building your team. I
0: there's not a building,
1: building of a uh, team at this point. I don't know whether that happened down the road. Okay. Right now it's just pretty much you, what you got's what you get. So I don't know there's really switching any players out at this point. Oh, and how you win the game is, that's where those objective cards come in too. There's challenge cards. Once the challenge deck is empty, that will basically start the last round of the game. Or if you're ever ahead of somebody by 10, there's a mercy rule Mm -hmm. and the game just stops then. So I think the important thing to note is the fact that there's a built-in clock with those cards, which kind of tells you,
0: you need to really work on those challenges. That was probably one of the things I really wasn't, sure about because you said i said well, when's this in either when i get 10 points ahead of you or when this challenge cards i'm looking at a challenge deck i'm like my gosh there's a ton of those cards there is yep. i was like holy cow we'll never get through this i will be bored beyond belief i think that's why you should
1: we should probably have focused more on those cards than what we did we probably should have tried
0: when i played, well i tried but there was one that says complete a path there were two of them complete uh, that's a pass. true that was and tough. if i complained those two you wouldn't have got 10 runs uh 10 points over me that time but no my guy missed the ball he threw it to I don't know where he was throwing it
1: now when I played this with Adam we focused more on the cards each of us on our turns were claiming one to two challenges per turn okay so we were scoring I mean both of us had like 20 something points and there was only one touchdown score the entire game, mm. so that was the kind of the interesting thing. Is like in this game about scoring touchdowns, but I'm focusing way more time just trying to meet these challenges more than I am trying to
0: score the touchdown. When you were playing me, I was more like setting up the field, setting up the blocks, trying to get the ball so I can score a touchdown. Of not worrying about the challenge cards because I knew that was for worst three. That's where it could drag because
1: if you're not claiming the challenge cards, the only way the game will end is if you're up by ten. Right. That's why I'm saying this. They probably want you to focus more on the challenge cards than what we did. So this Blitz Bowl from Games Workshop, again, if you're looking for a lighter version of Blood Bowl, if Blood Bowl seems too long and too intimidating to you, then I think this is a really nice little niche game uh, to get to the table, to get that Blood Bowl feel that you can easily play in 45 minutes. The the models are gorgeous. They're pushed to fit. They're heavily detailed plastic models. Basically, any models coming out of Games Workshop right now are just really, really good. The board is nice. It's a two-sided board. Each of the sides of the board is a little bit different. Uh, so I'm anxious to see if this is just kind of a one-off thing, Blitz Bowl, or are they going to come out with like new cards, new teams, et cetera. So I'm interested to see where
0: it goes. I'm assuming they're very detailed. My models that I played with today were not painted because you hadn't painted them yet. That's correct. Well, how do I know that there were some good detail in there? They all looked the same color to me. Well, you could have painted them. I could have. It'd been nice. I'm too busy painting Age of Sigmar stuff right now. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll give you that one. Enjoy playing it. You know, at first I was like, because of having played the predecessor and the drag that I had on that. I mean, we didn't even play a full game of that because I was like, Oh, this, this, you're killing me with this game. Yep. I would play this definitely before I would play the regular game. I know a lot of people are like, oh, "That's it's blasphemy. And it may be, and that's fine. But for me and the way I enjoy the quicker games, I would definitely do this.
1: Let's bowl. from game 4. Look at that, Tony, two football themed games, but we actually did one more because yes, our good friend Randall, Yes, random. Eagle Griffin Games is here, and he was showing off the prototype to Mike Fitzgerald's new game, Football Highlights 2042.
0: I thought it was 52.
1: It may be 52.
0: Okay. It's in the future.
1: Yeah. It's not now. It's later on. And that's coming off his Baseball Highlights game. Uh, where you had the same sort of game, but now it's in uh, uh, football. And you and I got to play a round of it. The rules are still kind of being fleshed out, maybe. Uh, Randall said they're tweaking some of the cards and everything. But it seemed to be pretty straightforward. you got a hand of cards, and you're going to play an offensive play. I'll play a defensive play, and... We you compare the results was it was it a running play did I successfully block your running play if I did not you get to run that play and you're trying to
0: score a touchdown the cards rotate your They're card d- the, the whoever's on defense yeah. rotates around me. he's now on offense
1: yes because one side of the card is the offensive play and the other side card is the defensive play it rotates and then you resolve and you play through a whole hand of cards. Try to score as many points as you can.
0: Right. So when you rotate to offense, I now play defense. Mm -hmm. Where the strategy in this game is, is your hand of 10 cards that you have, and you've got to manage passing and passing and running plays against the other person and depending on how like you said like you match how many um, yards do they get and if they if you don't match guess what they get a bonus a mm-hmm. bonus card flips over and there's additional rules in there on how long you play what you do if you can do it in four downs like normal football or if you just play it straight out there's a lot of things a whole bunch of different teams are involved different a lot of drafting. And, and so we pl- we played the st- and
1: I think that's going to be the the key thing yeah. is
0: the whole drafting mechanic
1: because your cards are basically your playbook mm-hmm. and maybe you want to build a certain playbook a certain way as opposed right. to just a standard set of cards so I think a lot of the game will be the drafting
0: mechanic just looking at those cards you have to have a well balance of Pass and rush on both offense and defense, and depending on those cards, since they're two sided with a, both an offense and a defense, you can say, Oh, all these cards look very good on the offense, and you look at the defense, maybe that whole oh, now I've overbalanced on you know passing defense, too
1: many, yeah, too many passing defenses, not enough run defenses. So now you gotta
0: swap it out. So for you and I, this the deck building aspect of it, yep. So it'll be very interesting to see where they go with this if you're a big fan of baseball highlights then you will probably be very keen on looking at football if you enjoy football. Actually, in the prototype, I was having a lot of fun with it, just you know, being Randall giving it to us. And you said, go read the rules. I read the rules. I wasn't really quite understanding. But as soon as we started playing, boom, done. I, I understand what was going on from that standpoint. So definitely keep an eye out on this. It's going to be coming to Kickstarter soon. Very soon. Can't remember the uh, the
1: exact date, but I believe it's going to be sometime in September again. I, we typically like Mike Fitzgerald's games, mm-hmm. uh, and this is uh, going to be another Eagle Griffin Kickstarter, and they typically do pretty good Kickstarters, pretty good quality and everything like that. So I'm excited to see uh, that coming out. It's a great time of the year for it to be coming out with the uh, football season here. So that's football highlights twenty.
0: 20- 52? Uh, sure. You took a picture of it.
1: <laughs> I did. And it, it's midnight, so I'm starting to lose a little no, bit here. And
0: that's fine. But one other thing I won't say, Randall was talking to me about what else Eagle Griffin's coming out with. Yeah, will not you tell me And one of the big things, I think, is that um, Age of Steam. Mm, you said a deluxe version was coming? They're, they're doing a deluxe version in uh, next year, first quarter of next year. If Is this goes public
1: on. knowledge? Can we be saying this? Yes,
0: I asked him. Okay. I mean, why not? I mean, just start saving your pennies, people. Plain and simple. Age of Steam. Age Have you played Age of Steam? Uh, on my iPad. So is this going to be one we're going to like? I will like it. It's okay. A, it's a train game. So yeah, I enjoy it. And then also they're, they're working on another map for Railways of the World. Oh, nice. So they've got they've got things lined up. You need to teach me that game sometime. I'll be happy to teach you that game sometime when I'm not playing a football game. <laughs> okay. well, I think we've exhausted the football games for right now. So from a Mega Moose Con, we've had another successful outing. I can't wait for next year because this is my last con for the year, so I get to recycle them. I don't get to go to any more. I'm all done, and that's fine. But it's a great way for me to end it. A lot of good friends, good food, good times, and a lot of games.
1: The song, All My Rowdy Friends, okay. they're all here tonight.
0: They were all, Well, they've probably all gone probably home. they probably all left now because the con
1: closes at 12, and Mark's probably going, You guys need to wrap up and go home. Yeah, you do. So keep rolling dice. And taking names. Thanks for listening. And thanks to those of you who leave us iTunes reviews. If you ever leave us one, you never know. It might be read on the show. And if you want to support the show, you can do so at podpledge.com slash RDTN. Every little dollar helps.
0: All my rowdy friends are coming over tonight. I got
1: buzz all over my balls. Yes, you do. I mean the.
0: I know. The phone I ball what you the microphone. I know what you meant. Did what, you? Yeah. I was watching you pick at it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You got all those games coming in from Gen Con. You need some way to store those games. You need some way to make sure those games are easily organized. You can get to the table as fast as you can. That's why I really think you need to go to TheBrokenToken.com and check out all their inserts of past games. They've got new inserts coming out all the time. They were trying to keep up with all the latest games to make it easy to get a game off the shelf, set up, play, and then put it back. If you want to find out more about all the inserts and dice towers and all the little goodies and bits they have, make sure to go check them out at thebrokentoken.com.